Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Changemakers podcast. I'm Kimberly Rice, Chief Changemaker of Changemakers, where we create bold careers and lives. I could not be more excited to welcome our guest today, Lisa Linkowski of Milestone Franchising. Um, Lisa has a very interesting personal or professional journey that she's going to share with us, uh, and I cannot wait for you to, uh, to share her with you. So Lisa, welcome to our Changemaker podcast today. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Um, so to, I'm going to let's get started right in and we can share with our listeners a bit about yourself and a few insights into your personal journey. I'm sorry. I keep on saying personal, professional, (laughs) a few insights into your professional journey. No problem. Personal, professional, whatever it is, we'll (laughs) go there. So I uh, have been in the business world for over 30 years, which saying that out loud, it's shocking how fast that goes. But that is where I've been. I was in the corporate corporate world. I worked for some pretty big Fortune 500 companies, as well as some small, you know, really smaller companies. And then seven years ago, um, after working from home as a project manager for 10 years, I opted to become a entrepreneur of owning my own first business, which was a franchise and was the proud owner of a program called Birthday Pack. And I ran for Bucks County and Central New Jersey. And it was a direct marketing piece that went out to women for their birthday. And then I had to do the old pivot there when the pandemic hit and I've turned into all that years of experience within franchising into becoming a certified franchise consultant. Well, you know, there's a couple of things there that just, you know, the the bells are ringing. Um, When you worked inside these large companies, um, did you, were you in the role of some type of franchise responsibility within these organizations or is this was completely new when you started your own entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, nothing, nothing related to franchising. Um, knew nothing about franchising except what I'd read in, you know, business school. And I heard the ads, you know, from time to time on the radio, but didn't know anything about it. Um, worked in corporate America. My background was marketing and, uh, and then it morphed into some account management. Then it morphed into project management. And so when this landed literally in my, I say my lap, but it was my mailbox, this, this direct marketing piece that was birthday pack. Um, I reached out to them for a job. I was at a crossroads with my professional career And um, I reached out for a job because I really loved it as a marketer. I really loved it resonated with me what they were doing. And they said, well, we're not hiring, but we're going to be offering franchises. Are you interested? And I was like, what? No, no. Franchising. What? (laughs) And then I told my husband, I said, this literally landed here. We, We know no one that owns a franchise. We know nothing. We would never have known about this. And if I don't pursue it, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Mm. So this is to me, one of the questions and um, that um, given the stark contrast between your corporate career and then having started an entrepreneurial journey, you know, and then pivoting uh, in the middle of that, 
how has your journey, um, you know, in down this track of business ownership impacted you and your life? Wow. So I think that from the standpoint of why I even felt I could own my own business, the way that I look at it is that I loved when I would be at my at my job. I loved being in management meetings and hearing what all different managers were doing. And most people don't enjoy that at all. And they run for the hills with it. But I wanted to hear what all the different departments were doing. I wanted to hear how they were fixing things that had come up. And that's a role of an entrepreneur, is it not? And wearing different hats, right? It is. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I look back now and I go, okay, I get it. I was always interested in all the different facets. So it was a natural progression for me. And I, the, the hardest thing for me was that I'd never done actual cold calling, which you had to do with this franchise. And I had to go get my car and drive all around. And it was the worst winter in New Jersey, the, the yeah. year that I got started, the worst winter. We had snowstorm after snowstorm. And I was like, I love this. I'm having the best time ever because yeah. I needed that freedom. I'd yeah. worked from home for 10 years and I was not going back into a corporate setting. I've been doing it well before it became the thing to do in 2020. And I just, I, I needed some, I needed my own autonomy and I just didn't realize it until as it was all progressing. It is a different way of experiencing our professional lives. You know, I, I was an employee for 23 years before I started my entrepreneurial journey and you know, you really can't, I mean, it's, I guess, just the small cliche, walk a mile in my shoes, because it's such a different experience, um, you know, one to the other, both have, in my view, tremendous opportunities and tremendous challenges. Um, if they're, you know, if, if you're a person who needs to be, you know, told what to do and just stay on task, entrepreneurial life is certainly not for that type of personality. Um, but, you know, for us who are high achieving, energetic, creative, thrive on challenge, diversity and in, in, um, change, which is, you know, obviously something close to my heart, then um, the sky, there is no limit. I wouldn't even say the sky's the limit. There is no limit, right? Absolutely. 100%. And with my franchise, I was the first franchise owner, which was even more daunting. So it's like, tie your hand behind your back, put a blindfold on and woof, we're going for the ride. Yeah. And so I helped the other franchises that had come on after me and I was helping to train them and I was helping to mentor in whatever capacity. And I was helping to work with our franchisor to make the system better and stronger and bring forth any concerns that we had. And, um, that's really how I went into the role that I'm at now. I, I turned to my family and I said, whatever I'm doing right now, this, this thing, my business is doing well. I, I got it. I know it's under control. It's running. Whatever this is, I love this. And so just it happened three years earlier than what I had expected. You know, I mean, I think one of the greatest gifts in life is just to remain open. Just open because you never know what's right around the bend. You know, the the uh, the pack landed in your mailbox and all of a sudden a, an idea was born and all of a sudden a career shift um, happens. I mean, 
you can't script some of these things that happen mm. to us. And so to me, that's abundantly exciting. So I'm, I'm very eager and I love the part of your business model um, that you like to or you, you focus on introducing and engaging women for business ownership opportunities. Um, so tell us more about that. Yeah, so women are hugely underrepresented in the franchising space and they have been for a long time. And when I came into it, I recognized that right away. And my background has always been very male dominated. I came from uh, manufacturing and then I was in food safety. And so I immediately came into this going, yeah, this is another area that there's not a whole heck of a lot of women out there. And so one of the, because I worked in a, in a franchise that was so female based, I said, you know, with this whole consulting thing, like, I really want to stay with that. And I want to, whatever way I can beat that drum and let women know about business ownership and franchising specifically, because the guys get it. They are all over this and they are having all the seats at the table, a huge amount of them, and they know what, what this brings. And I really want to let women know about that and make them more and more aware. And one of the ways that I'm doing that is when I talk to uh, oftentimes men about business ownership, I say, if they're married, so, you know, does your wife know that we're talking today? And then they say yes or no. And then I say, I want her to come in on the calls and I want her to start you know, hearing all this. Well, right now I've become the couple whisperer and I now have all the women coming in and going, wait a second, I think I want to do this and he can keep his job and I'm going to start doing this. And it's something I keep seeing over and over and over again, because I just don't think that they knew that this was an option. Yeah. You know, I really feel like it's such an exciting time for women professionals that we truly, and this is, you know, one of our change makers mottos is we truly can um, create the career, the business of our dreams by charting our own course. So many things have come to a convergence of, you know, it's, it's socially acceptable, you know, to work at home now, thanks to COVID, right? I mean, what an amazing, you know, what an amazing shift in the mindset and the realities. And, you know, some people may, may, um, you know, curse that, that, that you're working at home, but from there you can shift to maybe I, we, I have colleagues who um, work at a WeWork or a workspace, you know, maybe one or two days a week just to get out of their home office. I mean, so there's more options now than there ever has ever in our history ever been. A hundred percent. I literally interviewed a candidate and she had a four month old, she has a four month old baby and I could hear the baby murmuring in the background. And I said, do you need to go get, get her? And she looked at me like panic. Cause she was like, yeah, I do. But I'm in the middle of talking to you about owning a business. And I said, go get her. And we were on a zoom and she went and she got her and she held her in the crook of her arm for the rest of the 45 minutes while we talked. And I got to gaze at a beautiful four month old baby, right? Cause my kid is going off to college and um, she sat there and I looked at her at the end of our meeting. I didn't talk about it the whole time. And at the very end, and I said, do you realize how lucky we are that we just had this conversation? This would never have taken place ever. And I said, this was a defining moment for me as a mom and as a business owner and as a woman in the business world 
Like it was nothing that she just had a baby and she was just sitting there with the baby and we conducted our discussion and she is on her way to owning a business soon. That's amazing. And that's, I don't like to use the word should, but it just opens up so many doors when we expand our minds. And oftentimes, you know, that's how change happens is that, you know, it's just a little bit at a time. Then all of a sudden it just explodes as long as we stay grounded in that growth mindset that we don't have some preconceived notion, idea, you know, or obligation feeling that we have, we should, coulda, woulda, shoulda done something that we have to follow some path of some ill-defined um, tradition. Um, I think that, that I, I just don't think that that works anymore. No, no, there's no, there should be no set square boxes for everything that we're doing and how it's all been thrown out the window. You know, I was just talking to someone today about networking and the whole, you know, as a mom trying to network and run around at night when my kids got activities and everyone's running all over the place and it was very difficult. So I wasn't really able to do it and I wasn't really able to engage. And I said, I hope that people are listening and that they're not just going to throw that kind of virtual networking out the window because it is really efficient and it is a really great opportunity to get in, meet people, talk to them and continue on. Sure. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's required us to focus more. Yes. You know, I mean, it's, I think, I don't know if it was you and I were talking about when we in-person network, you know, to me, I mean, I've always been a networker. I don't think most people do it quote properly as far as really engaging in the relationship cultivation and following up and, you know, giving before we ask for anything. It's just crazy. These people that go around and throw these business cards out. Well, that's, that's done in the zoom world, right? right. I mean, you get spun into breakout rooms and you have some meaningful, you know, dialogue and you have an opportunity to connect. I love that about, you know, the, one of the good things that has come out of this pandemic. And, and that goes to the underscore of making change is that we have pivoted and we make the change um, that we need to as the circumstances dictate. So speaking of change making, one of my favorite topics, let's talk a little bit about what does this look like in your world, um, you know, in, in, in working with prospective new business owners um, and, you know, looking at changing the model of, of business today versus business from yesteryear. Wow. So that's a lot to unpack with that question. You know, when I'm talking to, to candidates, I am really thoughtful about the fact that we are still in a pandemic and we will be for a time. We're not coming out of this just instantaneously and we don't know what's coming around the bend. So talking to them about franchise concepts that have a needs-based, you know, process in place, right, that did well during the pandemic because people don't want to say it out loud because they feel really bad, but there are businesses that have done really well throughout this and they're going to be around again in the future. So I look to those, you know, people go, oh, what's the shiny, you know, what's the shiny concept that's out there. I'm like, no interest here. Like I have no interest in that. That's not what you want. And sometimes, and this is one of the messages that I tell women is that some of these concepts are not sexy. They're not, Right. they're not sexy, but you don't care about sexy. 
you care about something that has a great return, that's giving you the work-life balance that you're looking for, that's checking whatever the boxes are that are important to you. And yeah, it might not sound like the most great, aesthetically pleasing thing, but if it's checking those things for you, who cares? Right. What does it matter? Right. So these are the things that I tell everyone. I go, these are the, these are the things that I'll talk to all day long with people because these concepts are out there and they're there for the taking and they don't have to be something that you've heard of. They can be something that you never dreamt of, that you never woke up thinking about that day. And that's okay as well, but be open to that change. Be open. That it is. And I always tell everyone, I go, whatever I'm going to show you, you've never thought about, I guarantee you go on the journey with me and let's learn about it. That's all I ask. Wow. How exciting is that? Yeah. Yeah. And I try not to make it a roller coaster ride. You know, I try, but it is a ride and it is a journey. And at the end of it, you know, they're either going to say, yes, this is something that I feel in my heart and I feel really strongly about, or they're going to say, no, it's not for me. And as long as you've done everything that I've asked you to do in this whole process and done your due diligence, I can't argue with you about that. So I go, okay, all right, you've done everything. All right, and I'm going to wish you well. That's awesome. You know, I, um, I, I, there, I don't think that there's any richer life than the, the, the examining um, our, you know, where we are in our journeys, professional, personal, and just remaining open um, and not never stop learning, right? I mean, that's part of change making is, yeah. is in, you know, when we make the commitment to change, make positive change in our lives and in the lives of others, it's remaining cognizant and aware of what's possible, right? And knowing all that we know that there's always more that's possible. Absolutely. And that's what I tell people. I go, stay in learning mode and I'm going to keep you in learning mode. And if you start derailing from that, I'm going to gently bring you back on over because that's all you're doing is you're just learning about something that you didn't know about. And there's no harm in that. The only thing that you lose with it is time, right? And time is precious, no doubt. But we waste so much time on nonsense all day long, every day, right? Yes. You know, just look at our phones and how much time that we sit there and envelop on that. So I go, just take the time, take the time and go through this and, and learn about it. Be thoughtful and just be thoughtful. Wonderful. So one of my favorite questions to ask, to ask our guest is if you could give your younger self one piece of professional advice, knowing what you know now, what would that be? You know, it's so funny. I was literally just asked this in a, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson has a program that they're doing where they're having um, young professionals learn about business and they, they have a four part series that they're doing. In fact, I'm, I'm doing the last part, which is interviewing this week. And I was with a group of young students and they asked me that very question. And without even hesitating, I said, I did not network. I did not network and I did not keep in touch with my mentors and people that I had grown really fond of in my business world. And we lost complete connection and complete, you know, just gone. And I told them, I said, you're so fortunate with what you have today that you, in my world, we didn't have that. Now, yes, I could have picked up the phone or I could have written to someone, but when you leave a job, you probably didn't have their home address, right? And we didn't, 
maybe have cell phones. Maybe I'm really dating <laughs> myself, but you know, things were very different, yeah. but I do. That is my biggest regret that I did not cultivate that and then keep it going in some way. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, as you said, we didn't have the technology and the technology I might add for our, our younger listeners only came into being in the mid to late nineties. Now I have stepchildren who were born in the nineties. So, I mean, you know, I mean, this it's all about perspective, but 25 years is not in the span of a lifetime is not a very long time. And you mm-hmm. can take out the first 18 don't really count because you're just trying to find your way, you know? So, um, so it's not a very long time, but now, you know, in doing business and career counseling uh, and development, I tell pe- people, you know, I tell clients all the time, whether they're business owners or employees, it's never been easier in the history of womankind to start a business or to, you know, to advance your career. I mean, you know, the whole LinkedIn and the, all the technological tools that we have, you know, that are now part of our mainstream way of life. You know, we, you and I didn't have, and so. You had a work email for someone and then if they left, that was it. Like you have no idea where they are. Like maybe (laughs) someone knew, but you know, and then you got caught up in your new job, wherever you were. And, and that was it. So, yeah, I told all of them, I'm like, cultivate your networking, cultivate it, start now, and then keep building those relationships and keep staying in touch with people and keep talking to them because we learn from each other. I don't care who you are. If you're not learning from other people, there's a problem and you should be constantly be learning and constantly be listening and, 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 and just that's how we evolve. Yes. Evolving. I mean, if we're open to evolving, um, I couldn't agree with you more, but you know, I, um, on those, evenings when the thousand channels just don't do the trick on our TVs. I'm flipping through LinkedIn and I think about people I formerly worked with in the nineties or, you know, the eighties. And I just kind of, you know, Google them up on LinkedIn. And recently I found someone that I worked with in the, in the late eighties, actually, (laughs) I connected with him and we had a wonderful conversation and I'm just curious as far as other people's paths and journeys. And, um, you know, I think that the lesson to that for me, and I've done that many, many times, is that we all crave connection. Good Lord have mercy. You know, I mean, we're living through a stinking pandemic and we've been like, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Hermit, not hermits, but um, Eskimos Eskimos in an igloo. Right. That's why we've been for like 15 months. It's like people crave this connection. And so I love it when people, you know, reach out and want to share or collaborate or whatever, because it's just and it's just a making for a whole new change making opportunity. Absolutely. And I was in a networking call yesterday with someone who I'd spoken to a month earlier. So we're doing the right thing and re coming back and re talking with each other. And our whole, dis- we got done our business that we needed. And then our whole rest of our discussion was about books. He's an avid reader. And we exchanged what our favorite books are. And we promised ourselves that we're going to come back and then talk about what we told each other was our favorite book. Like I said, where would this have ever have happened? Like, this was just fantastic. And then I told my family about it. I was like, it was such a great conversation. 
that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, Lisa, this has been fantastic. Um, I, I am certainly appreciative of your time and how you are so willingly giving to our audience and our listeners. And so I want to give you an opportunity, you know, if there's anything additional that you'd like to share or to offer our audience around change making and how what that's looked like and your professional journey and with your business, um, the franchising business and how you you know, it's for, I would imagine, a certain type of personality or a person in a certain place in their life for milestone franchising. So I think I would leave it with this. I was in a, um, a women's business panel last week um, and they were talking about COVID and how it's affected everything. And they were talking about um, specifically women and how women have been affected. And they talked about, you know, all sorts of different things as a, as you know, as it went along with business. And one of the things that really struck me, sadly, was that they said that in a survey that women are still not helping other women in business. And I know that was, that was the case when I was in corporate America, but I thought it had changed naively. I thought that it had somehow changed. And I think it's because in this world that I've been in now that we've all been in, everyone's been so helpful and everyone's been helping and thoughtful and just doing whatever they can to move mountains for each other. So I was so set back when I heard that. So I think I would leave with you because this is all about change is doing whatever we can to lift up and to help our fellow people that are in our pod, in our world, and get them to whatever that next place is for what, in whatever small way, in whatever big way that we have to keep doing that. And especially women to women to not be doing that in the business world is just unthinkable for me. And so, you know, I, I, um, you know, I reach out when I'm networking and I want to find women in all different areas that I can then refer and get, you know, business in some way or some introductions for them. But, you know, we need to keep doing more and more of that. And not just, you know, I know people, you know, can roll their eyes and go, why do we just single out the women? Well, no, 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 because it's, it's important, but we should be doing it in life period. And in, especially in the business space. I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I hear the, I see and, and feel the eye rolls, but I can tell you this, that women professionals, you know, confront and are, are, are confronted with multiples more challenges, um, and particularly in the male dominated spaces, which I'm not quite sure that there are not that many, uh, I mean, that there are more male dominated than there are not, that, you know, that we have so many more challenges than our male counterparts fact, game over. Um, And so one of the principles that I live by, I teach, I try to embody is lifting as I climb, Mm -hmm. lifting as I climb, I pull back and I help the younger crowd, uh, 30s, 40s, whatever, 20s, um, because it's, um, it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy road. Um, And we need each other. And there's no reason why we need to do it alone. So um, absolutely. Anyway, so let me ask you, um, what is the best way for uh, our listeners to connect with you for, you know, for any amount of reasons? I would love to connect you with some of our listeners. Sure. So my website has all my contact information and that is milestonefranchising.com. And that has everything that you need there. There's even a uh, business builder assessment on there that people can take. And it's specific to franchise ownership and it shows 
not only your business acumen, but it shows what kind of culture that you fit best with and what kind of a, um, what your values are in business. It's a really incredible tool. It's uh, called a Zoracle assessment. And so I have that right on there. If someone want, is listening to this and they want to take it, they get the results. And then if they don't understand it, they contact me and I'll walk them through it. Um, but yeah, everything is there on my website, milestonefranchising.com. Wonderful. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. This has been such a, a delightful exchange and we wish you all the best with Milestone franchise, Franchising. You know that we're always here to support you. And uh, this concludes another episode of our Changemakers podcast, where we love to spotlight women changemakers who are making positive change in their lives and in the lives of others. So until next time, I invite you to be the change you want to see in this world. Thank you. Thank you.